On today's episode, I want to give you two ways that can reduce the time your child spends in college and save you as a parent thousands of dollars on the cost of tuition. It all starts before your child takes one step on campus, and if you don't take advantage of these resources, you could be causing college to take a lot longer than it has to. The way college is set up now, yes, your child can declare major day one, but They have to complete a series of general education and prerequisite classes before they can even begin to work on the major they signed up for. Some majors even have you to qualify for them. That means that if your child does not get the grades or take the right classes, they may not even be able to study the courses they came to college to learn. So to keep them from wanting to give up or burn out before they can even get started, here's something that can save hundreds of hours for them and tons of money for you. So the big question is this, how are parents and grandparents like us who are planning to spend thousands of our hard earned savings sending our child to college, how do we break the status quo and skip past mistakes that add both time and money to the cost of college and prepare our children for the job market making them the graduate every employee wants to hire, all without having to bust up our retirement? That was the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Jacqueline West and welcome to 5 Kids in college. What to do to get out of lower math and lower English classes from what I found um, attending school so far. So in order to get out of your English 95, 98, whatever that is not, whatever does not count towards earning your degree, like your below lower classes classes, um, you can either one, test out of your lower classes um, by getting a really great score on your SAT or your ACT. I do believe, um, speaking from experience for the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, you have to earn a 30 to get out of your even your English 101 class. So if you earn a 30 or above, you go straight to English 102. Um, and then math, you have to take the S, the ACT or the SAT. And depending on your score, you test out of the lower preparatory, that's what they call preparatory classes for English and math. And one of the cool ways that UNLV provides you um, not to have to take a preparatory class is they have a math program called Alex, A-L-E-K-S. And you go on Alex, I think it's for like 25 bucks. And you go and you take the Alex and you place into the upper or the the lower math non Um, preparatory math, and you can begin your college career from there. And one of the things that I, I I tested into calculus, well, not pre-calculus, calculus. And one of the things that I know um, from this experience was the fact that I would be in my math tutoring lab and when I would see the other math students from 
the preparatory classes and the lower classes that they had to take in order to get into, you know, the prerequisite classes that they had to take to get into calculus. And I saw how much work and I saw how much homework that they had and how much time that they were spending trying to to ace that class in order to get into calculus. I was extremely thankful that I was very resourceful in finding ways to really utilize all the resources that they're available um, to one cut costs and to one um, not waste as much time because when you're younger and you're taking these college classes and, you know, of course, like I said, you go to orientation, your orientation, people tell you, oh, don't talk to your mom or don't talk to your dad about college. You come to your professor. You have to realize, for one, the school is there to make money off of you. So they're going to do everything that they can possibly do to get as many nickels and quarters and dimes and dollars out of your pocket as possible. Two, when you go talk to these professors, their goal is to get you to get as much money, get as much money from you as possible because that's how they get paid. And their duty is to the school and their duty is not to you as the college student. And another thing is that um, the resources are there. You just have to look. And then when, you know, as you're a college student, they say, oh, don't go to your mom and don't go to your dad. You know, your mom and your dad are concerned about the dollars that are, that are being spent that's coming out of their pocket. So they're, you know, their first and foremost concern and, and duties, fiduciary duties are to you, the student, you, yourself, as being a student and you yourself as being a parent. And a lot of people don't realize that there are many things that are out there to help you not have to go through the process that the school or maybe an academic advisor advises you. Because like I said, they are there to make money off of you. They are not there to help you make are not there to help make your life easier. It's easier in the fact that they can show you a path to take, but that path is leads to a longer, easier road for them to get as much financials out of you as possible. Now, if you take the non-traditional, the role that they, they set a path for you, but they, they hide that path on the side. They don't tell you about all of the things that you can do to not have to take that preparatory class. Because don't forget that preparatory class costs just as much as a regular class. If they can get four or five, I think it's probably about maybe about seven, eight hundred dollars, might even be a thousand, depending on what school you go to, for every from every student an extra thousand dollars for them to take preparatory classes that they could have just easy, easy, as easily have tested out of, you think they're not going to do it? So I felt like I was looking, you know, and, and, and as a, an adult student, you always find ways to not waste your time and they're going to show not waste your money. When you're a student, you're, you're young, going into college, you so bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, you don't understand the dynamics and the economics of school. And it's not until you have gotten thousands of dollars in debt and you're working 
and seeing how much time has been taken away from you to, for you know away from you doing the things that you want to do versus you doing the things that makes money um it really focuses the priorities of how much time you really have and how much money it costs to do the things that you want to do and, and in college when you're young you don't that 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 dynamic has not hit you yet unless you have worked in the real world and unless you have um, observed time for what it really is. And I know that when I am going to college, I'm like, okay, how do I get to my goal as fast as possible, as cheap as possible? And one of the things that I know, like I said, the math, the Alex math, um, we were allowed to take, that say that probably saved me probably fifteen hundred dollars. I mean with books being a hundred thirty, hundred and fifty hell, some of them are even almost three hundred dollars and you in um at the main university and I I felt like I needed to find the, the fastest route possible, cheapest route possible. So by taking that that math course online, I was able to skip over probably about four math classes because I know like I said I wasn't prepared for college in no sort no no shape or form to not be able to bypass any preparatory math. Matter of fact, when I was going to um, Morgan State, I was actually in a preparatory math class due to my testing. So that is a tremendous, tremendous resource. If you can find a way to take some type of um, program that allows you to earn your college, uh, earn placement into a higher math as high as math as possible. Heck, sometimes they may even bypass math altogether by taking that preparatory, by taking that, that um, using that resource. And um, for English, I, I strongly suggest that you work as much as possible on the English and reading portion of any SAT or any ACT. Of course, matter of fact, I do believe that um, I know when I was going testing into UNLV, I they actually allowed us to take the ACT, their their ACT class. It counted for the school, but it did not count nationally. So if you wanted to use that ACT course to possibly get into another school, it does not work. It only works for the the UNLV campus, and that that allowed me to test into English 101. I almost tested into English 102. I was one point away and that was my fault. But anyway, I digress. Um, yeah, there are a, a, a tremendous, tremendous resources out there for you to score well on the ACT. And I do have a recommendation on my channel and um, and I'll also include the link down below as to what resources that I used um, to be able to test into my math. I mean, my, well, I can actually, I think that you should check with your college first as, as um, to whether or not you can use Alex to test into a higher math. But I know that I do have uh, AC, uh, the book and the study guide that I use for my ACT, when I say that it helped tremendously, it was like I was actually doing the test before the test, but I'm a bad test taker. So I took, I did very well on the test um, as far as meeting my goal of testing out of lower preparatory uh, English, but 
I'm just such a bad test taker that I could have scored extremely well. I just didn't because I'm a bad test taker and I'm working on that. No, I'm not. I am a wonderful test taker. I just have, I am looking to improve my test taking skills. So, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's my two tips. Uh, one, test into English by getting a really good grade on your ACT, your SAT English and um, English and reading portion. And two, find out if your university has some type of resource that you can test into a higher math than any preparatory math. All right, this is Jacqueline with Five Kids in College, and I'll see you next time. Real quick, the ACT book that I was referencing is called the ACT Prep Black Book, The Most Effective ACT Strategies Ever Published by Mike Barrett, B-A-R-R-E-T-T. -T. Not only did I use it, I also purchased three other books for my children, along with the companion manual that explains the book more in detail. I highly recommend it. And it also allowed me to not have to take remedial classes for my math and my English as well. So pick it up, have your child study it, and tell me how you like it. Send me an email or um, leave me a voice message and let me know if it worked, if it didn't work, what um, you suggest. I would love to hear your comments or any suggestions. With that said, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you would like to comment, ask me a question, or make a suggestion, send me an email at 5kidsandcollege at gmail.com. That's the number 5kidsandcollege at gmail.com. Or if you're listening on Anchor, please leave me an audio message as I would love to hear from you. Until next time. Hey everybody, this is Jacqueline West again, and really quick, I want to invite you to receive a free copy of quite possibly one of the best interviews about earning scholarship money that can be found anywhere in the world. It's a candid conversation about how Dr. Rhea M. Watson was able to earn over $300,000 in scholarships for college, and how your student can too. Everyone that is planning to send a child to college needs to know that there's tons of money available, but you just need to know how to get it. So I created this interview with the scholarship doctor to reveal the steps to get your college bound student more money than you ever thought possible. So what I recommend you do right now, stop and pause this audio and go online to IamStudentLoanFree.com. That's IamStudentLoanFree.com and enter your name and email address to download your copy right now. IamStudentLoanFree.com.